Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Um, I feel like a pile of trash. Okay. Uh, do you want to expand on that, or you just want to leave it at that? You can just leave it on that. No, no, no. No, I can expand. No, um, I have tested positive for COVID. Okay, uh, but- Like- Don't forget, like, the most hilarious- Or the most ironic part? Is it ironic? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that didn't happen- By the time you're listening to this, it's been over a week since I first tested positive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, last week we were- I tested positive actually before the last episode came out because um oh yeah you know I had my birthday episode on Sunday on that was and it was like Sunday it was no Tuesday I oh, actually okay. tested positive on Tuesday it's like you know but I had my birthday on Sunday and I was like yay birthday did super low key but had a good time um. And then the next day, I went to get my booster, and I'm like, "Happy birthday, yeah, booster!" That's that's the part that gets me. She got her booster Monday, and got COVID the very next day. Yeah, well, R- I, assumed, I, I assumed it was no, like it makes yeah, so sense got... that you would feel sick yeah. afterwards. And, and yeah, because and... I got the Moderna, and because the booster has been rough for a lot of people. So when you were like saying, like in our yeah. group chat, I was like. Oh, she's not feeling great. And then, like, you mentioned, and I have COVID. I was like, I missed a couple episodes. Rewind. Like, <laughs> what? I thought you were just feeling crap because of the shot. I didn't know you were feeling crap because you actually got the vid. Which, of all, like, of all the people, I think you work in retail. I work in service. Like, you live in the most, yeah. you work in a very exposed environment. So, even if you are super careful, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, man, this booster is really kicking my it's butt. It's really me in, man. Oh, man, I got all these. <laughs> but you're, like, comparably, I mean, I've been checking in pretty regularly because I've been like, hey, it's okay. We can we can skip a week. It's fine. And you've been like, no, I will soldier. I can do she's this. Our, she's, she's, your, she's your champion, everyone. She's like, we're doing it. <sighs> We're doing it. And I'm like, we don't have to. I, like, told her multiple times. I'm like, we cannot. Like, we can take a week off. You, um, I want to do something productive with all this time off besides dying. You don't have to be productive, but I appreciate it. Oh, I know. It. It's fun. It is fun. I got up yesterday to play video games, and I played, like, six hours of video games. So. Nice. You know, I'm not I'm not completely useless. <laughs> um, I... In my health-related news, I, I I survived a murder attempt today. Yeah? So, I was in the shower, as one can do. I was in the shower. I got oh. out of the shower. And I was getting as dressed. Um, and my cousin, who's my roommate, she's like, Brenna. I'm like, yes, I am nude. <laughs> like, what do you want from me, cousin? And she's like, uh, your son, meaning Hobbit, um, <laughs> is trying to, uh, get, grab the toaster by the cord. And he's, he's started, he's been, he's been good in staying off the kitchen counters. It's been his brother, KK, who's been more into the kitchen counters. But, but now recently, uh, Hobbit, ever since he discovered the butter dish tastes good on the outside, He's like, I'm about that. <laughs> and like, he, he's just, he's like put two and two together that I reach up and cause we keep the, their cat food up on a high shelf. He's like put two and two together that the food is up there somehow. He's so stupid. He hasn't like uh-huh. figured out where it is. He's just like counter equals food yeah. and maybe butter dish lick. Um, and so my cousin, like while I was in the shower, like yelled at him cause he was, she thought he was going after the butter dish until she saw the entire toaster move. So, doing the doing the math, like what I know of true crime, all I can assume is that Hobbit was trying to throw that toaster into the shower while I was in there, but just uh, wow, was a little yeah. too late. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure he a was, regular son murder. Yeah, he was gonna try and try and get me with that. Um, but he for one didn't realize I was already out of the shower, and two is just so stupid. Like. I love Hobbit so much, but I've had him for over a year now, and I can say, like, there is nothing but elevator music and maybe a fly buzzing around in there. Um, oh, and, oh my god, okay, we would be remiss if we did not um, mention, like, one of the 
biggest pieces of cat news, cat history, uh, made recently in the U.S. Uh, don't worry, Maureen, I got you. If, if you, you've been okay. down and out, so it's fine. It's fine. I've been real down and out. Folks, um, we have to welcome, uh, the Bidens have adopted <gasps> no, I did a see cat that. named Willow. And don't worry, I did look into it for everyone. So, uh, Thank Willow you. is a short gray-haired tabby. Um, the adoption was instigated by First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, who first met Willow uh, when in 2022, uh, at a campaign stop, the cat jumped up on stage and interrupted Dr. Biden's speech. Um, and the First Lady was immediately endeared by this cat's passion to have her political opinions be heard. Um, yeah. So the owner of the farm where the speech was being held... Sadly, I haven't been able to like find photos or videos of this incident. I'm sure they exist out there, but I wasn't able to find him. Um, if you do know yeah. where they are, let me know. Um, the the farmer who or the owner of the farm agreed that the cat belonged with Dr. Biden, and then finally, um, this January, after Willow spent uh, uh some time with a foster family, they were able to bring her to the White House, and Willow is named. Um, after Jill Biden's hometown, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. So, oh, so sweet. Yeah, that's I. Uh, she is a girl. Not sure her approximate age, um, but the last cat that was in um, the White House was belonged to the Bushes, I believe. Bush Senior. Not sure. All right. Well, it's nice to have a cat back in the mm -hmm. White House. Get all those rats, girl. I also didn't realize, but um. The dog that they adopted after they had Major, they actually had to rehome him because it was yeah. the, the it, it was for the right reasons. The environment at the White House is not good for the dog, so it's, yeah, it that makes sense rather than force the dog to, you know, adapt to the yeah. chaos. I couldn't imagine living, it, especially if you're an anxious animal or have any sort of aggression. It's yeah. not a safe environment for anyone involved. So I am also. Yeah, I'm also an anxious animal with a lot of aggression, so, like, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I do know that the dog was rehomed. Um, they've adopted a new puppy, so everything, I think, worked out for the best as it could have been. It's always sad yes. when an animal has to be rehomed, but if it's the best for both the animal and the family in the end, it's probably the best option. So, mm -hmm. and, and it seems... Well, it's good to have Willow, yeah, Willow seems in to be the White taking House. A shine to all the, 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 the windows at the White House. That's all, like, all the photos are her scampering around. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, well, hopefully, um, she'll, uh, really, uh, whip that place into shape. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have, uh, someone with our interests. Mm -hmm. Our cat. Our, uh, the right cat Our cat interests. Yeah. <laughs> in the White House. Oh. Shall we? Yeah, because I remember hard. I'm tangled. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? What is that? What happened last time? Oh, crap. Hey. No. Have you read anything? Oh, um, no, I did just get a book in through the library. Have you read anything? I have. But you know what? Let's, the moment's passed, and I'll still be reading it next week. Moment's passed. So, I'm okay. just going to skip it this episode. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I haven't been able to, like, focus Yeah, I, I didn't, I was like, I doubt, I've just been unconscious. Yeah, I, I'd like I'd like I'd like to get some reading in though. That'd be that'd be nice for the rest of the week. Yeah. Well, next week. So that makes me happy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What happened? So last week, we 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 found found our mountain friends. Hooray! Though we found, found the tribe our mountain of friends. rushing water. I, I correct. I, yeah. Sorry for calling them a tribe of running water. That's the second time I've done that. You can tell I'm the one who writes the description. That's okay. I always get like. I didn't even know that clams was capitalized until, like, recently. Oh. No one was telling me this. I never capitalized clams. I, I, I looked it up. It's in... I looked on the first book. I looked yeah, in the description. Yeah, I know. They're capitalized in the books, so... Anyway, um... Well, like, like Thunder Clan, Shadow Clan. Yeah, like those. Right, but... Anyway. But... We... we I, 
Uh-huh. Either way, we've we've met up with the tribe again, um, and things are actually going okay so far. Like, um, it's kind of like, uh, uh, we don't want to say this long, but they're like, maybe you guys should be, like, less dead before you go, because we did tell yeah. the previous people who, by the way, thanks for the solid last time. Um, yeah. Thanks for that. We did tell them that, like, climbing up these mountains in the winter is a death trap so not really sure why that's happening uh also hey you want to check out but since you're already here yeah want to check out our <laughs> our stone ancestors and leaf paw was like yes i do and she's like let me talk to my ancestors and instead like reached a separate deity entirely and was like ah bummer shucks like did like it still <laughs> blows my mind that she did something so like probably un- unheard of in in cat history for the warriors but was just like oh darn it like it's like you, <laughs> you're trying to transmute iron into gold and you accidentally make silver and you're like oh not what i wanted this but it's is like, a failure you made silver <laughs> yeah all right so hope is lost but it, it was pretty cool when we lost all hope yeah, it was pretty cool. So that evening, she settles next to Cinder Pelt and hopes her mentor hadn't noticed her alarm after visiting the Cave of Pointed Stones. Because uh, Leafpaw doesn't really know what we'll do without Star Clan. I mean, I feel like we've done... In the past, we have, like, like we've just blatantly, like, chosen to ignore Star Clan. And, like, honestly, what has Star Clan done for us besides, like, warn us of, like, crappy things? Although now would be a nice time to get warned. Yeah. But also, I, everything's kind of crappy, and so And it also kind of is, ooh, what happens when we die? Like, what happened to, like, oh my god, how, how rough would it be for that baby that just died? The kid, Smokepaw? Oh, yeah. He just died. Smoke he barely book. knows anything about life. And he's, like, in a roadway of heaven. And he's like, well, do I... He's like, I see some other cats down this way who are, like, speaking a different language. I, I bet they're, like, they don't seem too mean. Because I doubt the tribe cat's ancestors are very hostile, even in heaven. Because they're probably like... Oh. No. They're probably like, oh, my God, a, a, a baby. Come here, my child. You are now ours. You are now our child forever. <laughs> and they're, like, hyped about it. I'm gonna aim my... My belief is that a Stark Clan double back and God got got Smoke Pot. Because that's just too sad to think of Smoke Pot in, like, a, yeah. a purgatory situation. Just because... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the most major issue is one, we can't talk to them and like get any advice, even though the advice is kinda like eh, minimal. And two, what happens if we die? <laughs> like Yeah. Wildly that is not a huge concern in this world. What happens when we die is we go to Star Clan. Fair not a big like quite yeah. like it isn't like yeah. it isn't like for you and me. It's like, I don't know, maybe there's nothing. Maybe there's heaven. Maybe I'm a tree. Like, you know, it's <laughs> They have the answers, which is kind of bonkers yeah, if you think about it. Know. One of the biggest questions is life is just answered in this series in the first page. Yep. Well, I, 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 we know. I don't know if that I have... Wow, that's just sinking in. Anyway. <laughs> like seven books, three seri- two series, and like multiple books in. I'm finally like, whoa. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, we know the answers to at least our small slice of universe. Yeah, so I guess the biggest question right now is, um, what were they at? Yeah, where are they at? And couldn't they have like told us where they were going first instead of like <laughs> leaving these weird clues that they had to send through a badger or we had to go to a badger? Did they even know? Well, it seemed. It seemed like they were kind of losing connection yeah. to the living cats. So, like, their connection was severed. And then hopefully in death, though, there's still that connection. Maybe they just can't talk to the living cats. You know? Maybe that's harder. Mm, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, well, it's sleepy time. Sleepy time. So, uh, we got Squirrel Paw and Brambleclaw. They're curled up together at the back of the cave. 
and Leafpaw watches Brook slip out of the cave, followed by Crowpaw and Stormfur. Cinderpelt says they're going to go sit vigil for Feathertail. Oh, oh, Leafpaw that's sweet. Yeah. Because they didn't have a chance. I wonder, is that like a, did we, I don't know. I think we, they did. Uh, no, I, I, I think my question was, is sitting vigil like a thing in the tribe or is that something Brooke is just doing out of respect? I guess I don't know. I, I suppose, I don't remember it happening when that, no. when the one cat died that we did see who died because of Sharptooth. Yeah. Well, either way, that's very sweet that uh, they involve yeah. Brooke, or that Brooke um, decided to respect their traditions in that way. It, mm-hmm. Before, when you, when first when you listed off those three, I was like, why is Crowpaw tagging along? Let, let, the, let the two have their moment, my gosh. No, Brooke's the third wheel here. <laughs> the third wheel in the grief party. Yeah. I, this is I a mean, sad yeah. day. She didn't know Feathertail that well. Leafpaw presses into the warmth of her mentor, and she doesn't know how she'll sleep, knowing StarClan wasn't with them. But actually, she's exhausted, so as soon as she closes her eyes, she's out. Oh, like, oh my gosh, how will I sleep? Oh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> how am I going to cope with uh, my never-ending questions? Oh, apparently very well. <laughs> that's, been, uh, that's been my strategy all week. Honestly, sometimes that is the I'm only just way to cope. Just pass out for a while. It's just like it's like time travel. <laughs> I fall asleep and I wake up and it's been a little longer. This is great. Leafpaw stands in front of a shining expanse of water. Oh, this is good. Its surface glittered with stars. Wind ruffled her fur. A cat is speaking to her, so softly she can barely hear. The wind carries a familiar scent, but it's too faint to make out who it belonged to. The wind blows harder. Leafpaw can just make out the words. Wherever you go, we will search for you. Leafpaw turns to see Spotted Leaf beside her. Okay. All right, pause. Pause, 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 Fade. pause, pause. Pause, 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 pause. I'm not mad at Spotted Leaf, surprisingly. She can be here. Okay. She's been, like, the main... She's been, like, kind of, I don't remember. I think it's uh Michael. Who it, or is it Gabriel? I don't remember which angel is the voice of God, because if we actually heard God's voice, we like, our brain would melt. But, you know, she's been the main messenger. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I would, like... I am a bit peeved. At this new message Obviously. we just got, um, because I thought, I thought you guys knew where we were going. I thought you knew. I thought you, knew. I thought you had the map, and now you're telling me, "Hey, wherever, wherever you end up, baby, that's cool with us." Um, apparently not, because right, <laughs> we're, we've ended up here, and we're getting the, uh, your call has been disconnected. Like this line is no good. Like message, like. Well, technically, she's just calling the wrong number. Okay, okay, okay. But if we ended up here, like, if we all ended up here, like, if we chose, hey, this mountain's pretty rad now that there's no giant uh, mountain lions trying to kill us all, would you show up? Because you didn't. Like, that's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guess I... they'd have to merge. It'll Ooh, take some time. I thought... I Maybe... And this... I'm often wrong. <laughs> like, I'm often wrong in this series. Uh, I've accepted that. That's mainly, I just can't remember all of the pr- prophecies and the specific wording they use. But wasn't, like, the whole point, <laughs> wasn't the whole darn point of, like, the first part of the series, us going to find out where to go? Because you were like, hey, we ha- you, you have new place, go find it. And we were like, cool. So you know where it is? And they're like, we told the badger. And we're like, all right. We told the bad. And and also, like, where are you then? Where did you go? If you've already gotten up and moved, you've obviously have somewhere in mind. You don't want to tell us, by the way, there's this place with yellow leaves. Or like literally it could be I would be I would be less upset if they told us go where the earth meets the sky. Literally the end of the world. And I would be less upset about that, because like at least that's a semi-tangible goal. Well, where's Leafpaw right now? 
Yeah, but that wasn't the message. The message wasn't look around, take good detailed notes of where you are. The message was, hey, if it ends up being this place, wouldn't that be super cool? No, 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 no. I can't. Like, (laughs) at this point, I'm done with the indirect, uh, like, hooey bluey. You need to, like, a little less, a little less, like, uh, drama and a little more direct, please. We've established in canon that you can be direct. So the fact that you aren't. Like, we've established in canon that you can literally say, bad, no, angry cloud, your sister's this way, let me literally leave. Yeah, like, honestly, it's like, hey, here's a perfect uh, photo image of where your sister is, and also all of these people. Let me lead your sleeping ghost there. And and now you're going to show me, like, a, a pretty generic image of wilderness and say go where the heart wants man like follow your chaser that is kind of all spotted leaf says was that spotted leaf who whispered because if that's if that's spotted leaf who whispered that i'm i'm now i'm mad at her i thought it was all of star clan whispering that well spotted leaf is beside her but she's no get back here and specify you haven't left us leaf paw breathed but Spotted Leaf just faded away. <laughs> oh, we did it before, but now we're gone, girl. Yeah. Wow. No. Wow, Spotted Leaf. Thanks. Thanks, girl. Go ahead. Give us nothing. Woo. A great visit from Aunt Spotted Leaf, the, the queen gaslighter herself. What would we do without you? Probably live longer and happier. <laughs> In the morning, Cinderpelt notes that Leafpaw looks more cheerful. <laughs> Leafpaw says she had a dream. Cinderpelt asks if StarClan spoke to her. And Leafpaw is a little worried that Cinderpelt might be offended that StarClan chose an apprentice to deliver their me- message. Cinderpelt's the last of, you know, one you need to worry about cat. that from. Cinderpelt's like, yeah. Cinderpelt would be like, I would be grateful if your dad could understand like a single message ever he gave him, that Starkland ever gave him. So if you can understand that Starkland sent you a message, give it up, girl. I don't care at this point. <laughs> Literally, that baby yeah, over she's... there could tell me Starkland told him something. It could be Goo Goo Gaga, and I'd be like, awesome, we're Goo Goo Gaing now. <laughs> well, so Leafpaw starts with an apology, but Cinderpelt cuts her off. Cinderpelt knows that Leafpaw has a bond with StarClan stronger than she has ever seen. It's a great responsibility, and she's very proud of how her apprentice copes and with it. And that takes skill, too. Aww. Yeah. Like, the fact that, I I mean, I would say, she, yeah, her, her connection is abnormal compared to, like, what we've seen. I, I think the last, like, cat we've seen like this was Spotted Leaf, and then before her was Goosefeather. Who've had this kind of sort of yeah misconnection? There's probably others from other uh, clans, but I don't know them as I well. I mean, I mean, Firestar had a strong connection yeah. with Star Clan. She's like, listen, and then she's I know Firestar's your dad kid, is. and then <laughs> and he was stupid and then about also this whole medicine. thing. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to raise you to be stupid about this. Yeah, <laughs> please just tell me so we can talk about it. So Cinderpelt asks about the dream, and Leafpaw warns that it was faint, but she's certain that StarClan is still watching them, and that they'll be with them wherever we go. Do you want to, like, tell her Firestar comes up to Like, them. the fact that your dad's, um, like, elementary school crush is kind of stalking you? I just feel like I know she Maybe you should tell an adult. Yeah, tell an adult. Like, I know you don't view it as a problem, but you are a child. So I feel like if she started telling literally any of the adults what was happening, her dad would be stupid about it because, of course, he's stupid about it. And also, he has his own own issues with Spotted Leaf uh, crossing boundaries. So it would be hard for him to tell his kid, hey, keep this boundary up with the dead stalker lady. But I feel like if he told... God, God. God, now all I want is her to tell tell Cinderpelt and let Cinderpelt be like, mm, Tell Sandstorm. Cind- yeah, and <laughs> Cinderpelt and Sandstorm take a, like a, a co-nap together and just are yelling, yelling at Spotted Leaf, being like, there are 30 other dead cats who could be talking to my daughter. You have no right. You have no right to be creepy with her. I would say, 
I would say I wish uh, we had Yellow Fang for this, but I know what happens when she does become our guide, so I can't actually wish that in good faith. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Shut up! Shut up! God, don't ruin things for me that I'm looking forward to that will be ruined by the series, okay? Like, let me have that hope. Let me have a sliver of hope. Because I'm not having a great time right now. Like, I'm not having the... You can try. Shut up. God, I know that... Well, I've only ever gotten one thing I've ever wanted. I know. All right. So Firestar comes out to them. It snowed all night and more is coming. Yeah, we know, dude. We're in a mountain. So That's like what it does even in the summertime. <laughs> the tribe is organizing a hunting party to go get enough fresh kill to last out the bad weather. Sorreltail asks Leafpaw if she'd like to come hunting with the tribe. So they join Talon, Craig, Brooke, and Stormfur. Leafpaw is startled at how much Stormfur looks like a tribe cat. He's just gray. Well, he's got big muscles, and he streaked himself with mud. So Stop making him feel like an outsider more so than he already does. The blizzard had died, but the snow was still cold. And the air is also so cold that it hurts to breathe but she's not going to complain she wants to show craig that forest cats can handle anything i feel that girl i feel that it's so cold it's hard to breathe thing yeah it's been a while for me shut up i know god cali girl (laughs) we're now you're oregon girl sorry east coast but still west coast i I don't know (laughs) West Coast. I mean, I'm on the West Coast, but yeah. No, my roommate the other day, the other day was like, "It's gonna be 30 degrees today." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> rough stuff." Okay, you're just making me mad. Keep I've just it been in my in my sick nest, so. <laughs> Brooke catches a rabbit from a bush, which is exciting. Good job, guys. Hooray. I love food. I love food. Yeah. Well, another one shoots out, and Leafpaw gives chase and catches it. Brooke is impressed and says, well spotted. But Leafpaw says she scented the second rabbit, and explains that in the forest, scents are more cluttered, so they have to work harder to work out the individual scents. But the air is clear up here, so it's easier for them to spot different smells. And Craig dips his head in respect. So we've earned Craig's respect. That's all I've ever wanted. Just kidding. We've given Craig no respect. Craig. (laughs) I love you, Craig. Back in the warm cave, Leafpaw sits near the entrance. Dustpelt is beside One Whisker and Tallstar, and Spiderpaw is stretched out next to Crowpaw. Tall Poppy and Ferncloud shared tongues while their kids played, and even Hawkfrost looked at ease. He watched Mothwing groom Morningflower's pelt for fleas. And Leafpaw had never seen the clan so comfortable around each other. And she wonders if there still would be four clans by the end of their journey. It's a full moon, but no one had mentioned it. <laughs> no one's bringing I it I mean, up. all we've been doing for the past, like, week or so is basically what we do every full moon. Yeah. We just talk to no. each other. <laughs> So it would be kind of stupid to be like, all right, let's all gather together and discuss our issues. Uh, well, we already know. Um, like, <laughs> B- Black Star's like, uh, uh, Smokepaw died. And they're like, yeah, we, we saw. Um, we, we went yeah, up we a mountain. There, yeah, bro. we did too. We did too. Oh, yeah, we did too. Um, oh, yeah, we went up a mountain. Um, a kit almost got uh, taken by Eagle. Yeah, yeah, taken by Eagle. I saw that too. Yeah. Like, it would be, I think, I don't, <laughs> it would be very silly. I kind of want that. Leopard Star comes in. Because it would be so funny. <laughs> Leopard... <laughs> but Leopard Star comes in like, my warriors are well fed and strong. And we're all like, Leopard Star, we, we're all right here. You <laughs> know you're lying. They all try to like do, they all try to do like the showing off thing. It's like, we're, we are doing great. And Tallstar's like, I can't lie. We're not doing too hot. And we're like, I'm oh, dying. really, Tallstar? <laughs> are you guys not doing that hot? <laughs> Stone Teller comes up to Leafpaw and asks if she's looking for signs in the moon. Leafpaw says no. She was just thinking about the gatherings, and they talk about the divisions between the clans. 
Stonetaller says that they find food easier together. But Leafpaw says the loyalty to their clan is what makes them strong. Stonetaller says they still share the same belief in Star Clan. And Leafpaw agrees. They will all become warriors in Star Clan eventually. And Stoneteller notes that she's still a 2B, but she is wise. Stoneteller says that they'll have a gathering of their own tonight. Would you like to get me a cat fact before we do our little gathering? Sure, I thought it was kind of funny how um, Stoneteller's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out how uh, stupid your whole like life is, but I- I'll respect it. Just kidding. <sighs> anyway. Well, they were just talking about, you know, oh, four clans, and Stoneteller's like, well, you could find food a little easier if you just, like, the one of you, and it's like, no, we can't do things that way. He's like, okay, cool. I mean, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I mean. There were four trees. There were four trees. It's like, oh, cool. And, and, and Firestar's like, actually, I mean, there were five clans, but, you know what, that's okay. Well, retroactively, that doesn't work yet. We're not gonna talk about that. There's technically, there's technically no uh, trees okay. anymore, so, I mean... Maureen, I need you to buckle in. All right. Click, click, click. So, into our cat fact. We are continuing our series of cat icons, a.k.a. cat cons. Uh, thanks to Sam on Twitter at Organic Duck Tea. Uh, he suggested the series title, and I love it. Uh, it sounds like the kind of like <laughs> these cats are known for crime, and perhaps some of them are. Um, Ooh. The one today is particularly known for a kind of crime. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to get into it. All right. So we're going to be talking. Um, we started very modern last week with Pusheen, created in 2010. And I wanted to continue by sort of going backwards in time to my next iconic cat on my list. Um, I am skipping right. a few decades, but there's always a chance for a sequel in the series if I miss any. So obviously, maybe not obviously to you, but obviously to me, the next iconic cat is Mr. Garfield himself from the eponymous comic strip oh. that launched in 1978 by the cartoonist Jim Davis. Uh, as most yes. folks may know, Garfield is a comic strip that still runs daily and is one of the most widely syndicated, which means published in multiple locations, uh, comic strips of all time. He is the most widely syndicated characters of all time. Batman and Goku are beat out by Garfield. Heck yeah, they uh, are. The, That's a powerful the cat. The has been adapted many times into animated shows, movies, and he's even found a home in internet meme culture. More on that later. Um, as we delve into the history, uh, let's go there first uh, about the creator. So Jim Davis was born in 1945 in Indiana and was raised on a cow farm, um, a background that later inspired the character John R. Buckle's backstory, who was uh, Garfield's owner. Um, He grew up to study Mm -hmm. business and art, working at an advertising agency, then assisting on a different comic strip, and eventually creating his own comic strip named Norm Nat. Um, This comic ran for three years in a local paper, and Davis was unsuccessful in getting the strip syndicated. He was told that while his art and jokes were good, uh, no one liked bugs, uh, which, totally wrong, he was ahead of his time. false people love bugs um so wouldn't have uh, been relatable to audiences uh back to the literal drawing board davis noted that he still believes an animal-based comic was the way to go um as it always is and uh his main thing was he was told to like make a marketable character um and so he noted mm-hmm. that in peanuts snoopy always managed to steal the show even though Pe- snoopy is not the main character of peanuts um mm-hmm and uh, as he felt there were already too, there were too many dog characters out there, he decided to make a comic around a cat. Uh, this comic was first published under the name John in 1976, only two weeks after the end of Norm Nat, later evolving into Garfield, which is syndicated into 41 newspapers in 1978. The early versions of wow. Garfield, John, uh, were considered lost media for a time as they were not well archived. Um, they were actually recovered fairly recently in 2019 by a YouTube channel known as Quentin Reviews, uh, who delved into the Indiana archives of newspapers to find them. I've linked the video uh, with archives in the description. Have not fully watched that video, so delve at your own risk. Um, 
now let's get into talking about our main fat cat. Uh, there, God, God, there is so much to talk about. I'm going to do my best. Oh um, my goodness. Th- there, there are over 4,000 comic strips. Um, and while I've read a lot, um, like I, I cannot, guys, Garfield is grossly successful. Um, the New York Times had to restructure the way that they list their top selling books because seven of their slots at one point were just taken up by Garfield books. Um, like Gar- Garfield <laughs> is literally everywhere. And now let's talk about why. Um, Garfield is a fat orange tabby who hates Mondays, loves lasagna, and lives with John Arbu- Arbuckle, his owner, and his fellow pet, Odie, who is his begrudging friend slash enemy, depending on the day. And Odie's also a dog. Um, Garfield is lazy, food-driven. He loves naps. Um, very relatable to a lot of cat owners, which is uh, good, um, since it was supposed to be a marketable character. Uh The other two main Mm -hmm. characters are John, a nerdy single man in his 30s who partakes in, like, failed attempts at self-improvement and romance, and Odie, who is just, like, a dumb, annoying dog. That he's he's a dog in the view and the eye of a cat who does not like dogs. Yes. Um, Garfield is overly relatable to anyone who has woke up on the wrong side of the bed on a Monday morning. Um, The comic also steers away from any overly topical political issues, which helps keep the jokes timeless, mainly. Um, and the basic comic setup is easily digestible, usually limited to three to four panels, longer spreads on a Sunday, traditionally how that is in uh, American cartoon, newspaper cartoons, with Garfield sarcastically Mm -hmm. responding or reacting to the energetic and goofy antics of John and Odie and other minor characters. Um, I could delve deeper into Garfield lore, uh, like what has been expanded upon, like in the actual Garfield universe. But honestly, I want to focus on what is more interesting to me. As you can go and read the the literal thousands and hundreds of thousand comics and read a very detailed uh, like wikis. They are linked if you're interested. I read a lot of it. (laughs) You can go ahead. Um, But here are basically my what I thought was most interesting. Garfield gets his name and a lot of his personality from Jim Davis's own grandpa, James A. Garfield Davis. Um, Jim Davis uh, described him as a big dude and was pretty grumpy, which makes sense, what we know of Garfield. Um, mm-hmm. And most importantly, guys, I want to talk about the ongoing relationship with Garfield and the internet and the many art projects that have been inspired by Garfield. Um, As I enjoy how they critique the comic by over-exaggerating the more repetitive and capitalistic aspects of the, in sort of an absurdist manner, and admiring, while also admiring the longevity slash impact, whether that's to its benefit or not, it's up to you. Um, uh, They're, like, the first, one of the first examples of this on the internet is the 2005 Garfield Randomizer there are other web I couldn't I don't believe this website exists anymore but there are a lot of websites like it which basically scrambles the panels uh of existing Garfield comics and makes them into new ones um kind of like saying you can literally set up any panel from our Garfield and kind of get the same joke um <laughs> silent Garfield from 20 2006 removed Garfield's thought bubbles which makes John seem more unhinged uh quick note Jim Davis has mentioned that John cannot read Garfield's thoughts. Uh, he can't read the thought bubbles. They aren't actually having a conversation, even though a lot of comic strips makes it seem like they are conversing um, based on John's reaction. However, the comic, you have to remember, is from Garfield's point of view. So that kind of explains it. Um, it's how Garfield interprets the world. Um, and Also, I have conversations with my cat, and I definitely don't see her thought bubbles. Exactly. And, and this seems to have evolved into what I what I remember from the early internet. 2008, Garfield minus Garfield, which uh, yeah. is what it says on the tin. <laughs> it shows the comic, but without the titular character, creating a lonely, kind of depressing archive of a single man's ramblings. Um, another significant Garfield internet uh, core contributor is Lasagna Cat, tar- starting in 2007. Um, before we get into this, guys, I have linked all of these resources I'm about to talk to, but what we are about to get into is definitely much more mature content and much more horror-based. Um, so if you are under a certain age, maybe don't watch it. It does get graphic in a lot of these situations. Um, I have linked instead to great 
YouTube videos that go over the weirder side of um, the internet's relationship with Garfield, including one that goes into Lasagna Cat without actually showing any of like the graphic parts. If you want to learn more about yeah. this without actually seeking out the more upsetting images, because they are. <laughs> um, and I, I will have these links and they will have the note mature slash explicit, depending what they are. Um, I will leave that up to you to decide your comfort level of what you want to explore. But just remember, um, the internet's not for kids. So if you're of a certain age, maybe avoid it. Um, but also I'm not your mom. Um, anyway, Lasagna Cat, um, which I stumbled upon once upon a time uh, due to kind of its connection with ARG's um, actual reality games. Um, and this is a YouTube series that comically, well, it started by comically recreating the comic strips in a live action um, with in just like a couple minutes. Um, but then it like kind of evolved and became, there's like the, it went away for a couple years, then came back uh, with an hour long video that plays recordings from a survey the channel conducted over the phone uh, in regards to the caller's um, sex lives and other weird content that criticizes the comic in a very interesting format, I will say. Um, All right. It's, it's insane. Um, I've linked inside a Minds video on it, which explains sort of what they believe the creator of Lasagna Cat was trying to do. Um, had fun with that. And I've also linked uh, Super Eyepatch Wolf, who covers a lot of the other odd offsprings of Garfield in the internet. Um, which, again, I'm going to repeat, it gets into horror territory and um, just there is explicit content discussed, not explicitly shown, but watch it. Viewer's discretion um, and it's advised. Um, anyway, despite the weirdness of many of these creations, and um, I, I am kind of unsure about how much Jim Davis himself knows. Um, he he must have a passing awareness. Um, he definitely knows about Garfield minus Garfield because he actually helped uh, a physical version of the book be published. Um, that was that was done by Paws which was the name of the company that owned Garfield before they were uh, bought by Viacom. And they at least have some passing awareness of Lasagna Cat because one of Lasagna Cat's videos was taken down for copyright infringement. Not, okay. not the um, explicit videos, but the one that had a link to, I believe, the actual pause website's like email. <laughs> and people were like emailing them and they're like, what? what is happening? And like, so when people were like, oh, this is what's <laughs> happening. They were like, stop this. This is not actually our creation. So that's what I think happened. But you know, Jim Davis, obviously he has had a positive reaction into the majority of kind of the weird stuff that has happened on the internet to his character, which I think is pretty healthy. That's and also good. I don't yeah. know how much of a connection he really feels to Garfield as like a, his own creation because um, he doesn't create it anymore. He does. But he has a team of older, of old, about 40 other people who also help him make it. That's what a big thing also for other yeah. comic people out there. It is not Jim Davis who's been doing 4,000 comics for 40 plus years. It's been Jim Davis and a team of 40 plus different artists. Um, one thing I did think was interesting is Garfield was not um, digitally drawn until 2011. Before then, it was all wow. hand-painted. Um, by, you know, Jim Davis and multiple other artists. And he started auctioning off these originals because he had just had them in, uh, like a, like, weather-controlled container and was like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. I guess I'll sell them. So, and, and I, I do appreciate kind of, as weird as it gets, and it gets weird, um, I rewatched both of those videos, which I had passing where I had watched before, like a couple of years ago when they first came out. I rewatched both of them and I was like, wow, we did a lot to that. They're, literally the title of the Super Eye Patch Wolf's video is, um, what did the, like, what did the internet do to Garfield or what, what happened to Garfield on the internet? Um, as much as we create Garfield and turn him into an eldritch horror in the internet, I do think the internet has done a better job interpreting the character and what has happened to the character than any other 
modern yeah. media, uh, just look at the Rotten Tomatoes score for the 2004 Garfield movie, <laughs> which is bad. It's 15%. Um, that is pretty bad. bad. That's pretty rotten. Um, I think it's gotten like two stars. Uh, I would say the internet has done its uh, due diligence taking Garfield under its literal wing and canonizing the simple comic into a level above others. I have a, uh, I have from, because of my roommate, um, a very large uh, glass set of Garfield, a Garfield glass set. I'm like not surprised. cups, like drinking cups. I was looking into it and there, it, Garfield is, you would be amazed the different things that Garfield has been put on or been made into. Oh no, I know. It's, oh no, I know. I I was at Value Village the other week, and I guess, like, somebody was either slimming down their Garfield collection or someone with a Garfield collection died because, holy crap, there was a Garfield alarm clock, there was all sorts of Garfield stuff. Yeah. Many plushes. It's- I wish it was Lion King, <laughs> but, you know. Of course. Anyway. Also, Garfield- a valid warrior cat's name. Right. I can't believe I skipped that. That's true. Because Gar is a type of and fish. Is so Riverclan Warrior could be Garfield. Um, I don't. And also, if you like. It hmm? couldn't be canon at this point. Though. I don't think they'd do that. Garfield is technically a name. Um, I, you can't. You can't. I don't think. Yeah. Anyway. No, they wouldn't. But what were you saying? They wouldn't do that. Oh, um, James L. Barry, who draws the Warrior Cat graphic novels, has an Etsy where he's got some of his originals for sale. So if you're into original cat comics, they're very expensive, and there's only three of them left. But James L. Barry <laughs> is fun. Good, good cat comics. Anyway, let's have our, our informal get-together. Yeah, let's have our little shindig. So, Stone Teller, they're going to have their gathering of their own tonight. They haven't had the chance to celebrate their deliverance from Sharptooth. Oh! They had only mourned for Feathertail. It's been like a month, though. They have spent all the... It's been a, it's been a minute. That's nice of them. But they want to honor the cats who came from far away to kill Sharptooth. So the tribe's ca the tribe cats each place prey at the feet of the clan cats, and the clan cats don't really know what to do with this. Oh crap! <laughs> right, like, what? Because they're sharing things. Mm -hmm. Well, Craig drops a rabbit at Leafpaw's paws and asks if he can share with her, and Leafpaw nods shyly. All right, girl. So Stone you get a boyfriend too, girl. Her favorite by disaster girl. Stone Teller announces that they feast in honor of Feathertail, and to honor the cats who refused to desert them and return to fulfill the prophecies of their ancestors. He dips his head to Brambleclaw, Squirrelpaw, Crowpaw, Tawnypelt, and Stormfur, and Stone Teller calls for them to eat. Leafpaw is able to get a hang of the tribe's pri uh, prey sharing customs. So she's able to, she catches on. Yeah, I mean, I know, it's, it's just, it's one of those things that at meals, you kind of, like, look around and kind of just follow what everyone else is doing. Like, like, what fork do I use? I don't know. Like, they're grabbing a small Usually one. Usually I only have one. <laughs> when the cats are finished eating, they quietly shared tongues. Tallstar limped to the center of the cave. One whisker supports his frail body. Oh, God. He leans on one whisker, but his eyes are strong and determined. Crowpaw? Crowpaw looks up, bewildered. <gasps> are we about to get a naming ceremony on the road? Yeah, we are. Oh my god! Crow food. <laughs> I just named him Poop. <laughs> they could, maybe Tallstar is about to name him Crow food. Tallstar announces I, I that Crowpaw has I could has see a uh, leopard star doing that. I can't see uh, Tallstar doing that. Tallstar's no, he's just too nice. A good boy. Yeah. 
Crowpaw, Crowpaw has served his clan with bravery and loyalty, and he should have been given his warrior name long ago. Tonight, he asks if Stone Teller would allow him to bring a clan ceremony into his tribe's home. This is so nice. Tallstar wants to honor Crowpaw's great... This is beautiful. Yeah. I hope we don't ruin this by future racism. Huh. <laughs> Tallstar wants to honor Crowpaw's great skill and courage by giving him his warrior name. WindClan cats murmur in agreement. But to everyone's surprise, Crowpaw steps forward. This is not how the ceremony goes. Crowpaw! I don't make me minus. Crowpaw, do not make me subtract. Why are you being a stickler he for like... rules? When when has he ever been a stickler for rules? Is this like some part of him I've never no, seen? No, no, no. Him stepping forward isn't part of the ceremony. What he's doing right now isn't part of the ceremony. Oh, I thought he said, this isn't how it goes. And I was like, okay, nerd. No. No, no, no. Okay, he's stepping forward. Okay. He would like to ask something of Tallstar. Okay. He'd like to choose his own warrior name. You want to do what? He wa- He wants to... He wants to choose his own warrior name. Is he going to name himself Crow Food? Is he going to like, is he going to do, do, do you, like, would you like it? Would you like a legit guess? Um, I can like, I don't know why. Like, I can only think of like, he's going to choose like a really sick name, like Crow Killer. Um, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess Tallstar is probably going to say okay. Cause Tallstar's once again, too nice, but okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. What's your idea, bro? If it's alright, he'd like to be known as Crowfeather. He wants to keep the memory alive of... of the cat who did not return from their first journey. Stormfur's ears flick and he looks at his paws. Did you... Hallstar Did you... Did you discuss this with Stormfur? Because it's like... I think he's fine. Like, I don't... I don't hate it. Like, because it works no. with his name. It yes, it And does. it is a nice memorial. However... Sir, you are 18, and it's kind of like getting a tattoo of your first girlfriend as soon as you graduate from high school, and you're like, I'm going to take her last name, because <laughs> I will love her forever after she tragically passed away in that random lion attack. Um, Like, it's, it's beautiful, <laughs> and I can't tell you how to properly grieve. I just think it's going to be really awkward to get that lasered off. Or, like, what if you date in the future? It's, I'm, like, it's, I think it's. Who's going to date Crowfeather? <laughs> like, I, it is, it's like a touching memorial if, for anyone who doesn't know that they were kind of in a relationship. Like, it's. It's yeah, like, oh, beautiful. I can, he wants I can to keep see that. the memory of a, of a warrior who made a noble sacrifice alive in his heart. How beautiful. They must have really bonded as friends. But then you find out that they had, like, this weird and relationship. Scrollbox like, and yeah, kind of they like, bonded all right. <laughs> like, it's... I don't hate it. Like, I don't hate it. It's a little... It, it works so well with his name. It works so well with his name. I think it is a touching memorial. I think it's a little... As a little LB, like, I don't want to say it's creepy, because it's not like he's like, I want to be known as, I want to be known as, just call me her name. That's it. And, like, she was in the relationship as, like, she did also like him. I think it would be yeah. worse if, like, <laughs> she didn't feel the same way. Um, <laughs> I think, I just, yeah, I think they didn't really have a chance to really explore the relationship further. Um... Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't hate it. It's a cool name. Um, it. I hope, like, I hope 
I was just going to make him more emo. <laughs> I have both positive and Tulsa negative like, feelings. Oh, man. I have both positive and negative feelings toward it. So it's a very, I'm just, this is going to be a neutral. This is not a positive or negative toward okay. him, honestly, because I understand why he's doing it. And I hope this will yeah. help him heal and not be more obnoxious about his dead girlfriend. I don't have high hopes, but. Um, no. <laughs> like, I don't I have high have hopes high that hopes. this will be the end of it. It would be so beautiful if he was like, this is what I needed. You know, something to remind me of her kindness yeah. and keep that kindness in my heart instead of, I'm going to keep this sadness forever. Which, you know, grief <sighs> is, grief can, grief lasts your whole life. That's fine. But also, uh, I guess I would feel differently about it if it was like, they she didn't feel the same way. She did. So it, it it's it's yeah. fine, um, and it goes with his name. It's not like he he's he's like Crowfur would be h- hilariously bad if he ended up falling in love with Stormfur and Stormfur was the one. Like if we switched, <laughs> it'd be it'd be so like people would be like, oh Crowfur, cool. like ooh, pretty ugly uh. dude. <laughs> you can't, yeah. So well, I guess it would have been Crowstorm. Actually, that would have been sick as that's, heck. Yeah, that's 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 cool. Um, that's this super metal. cool, actually. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Where's Hang the on. AU? <laughs> um, you don't have to change anything except for, I guess, who, which one of the, tw- what if one of the two dies? Um, and who, and who which oh, and who's, who he's in love with. with, who has a relationship with Crowbot. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick other aside. I am curious to know what Tallstar would have named him. Tallstar was probably going to call him Crowfeather anyways, because what else do you call him? Yeah, he's like, oh, cool. (laughs) He's like, I'm really not that creative. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tallstar pauses. Do you think he lets him do it because that was literally what he was going to name him? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I think so. I, that's my version of canon. It's like, oh, I never would have, never would have thought of that one. It's like, oh, wow. Right. So you're really, been, you're like, a really creative guy, aren't we? you? <sighs> oh. He names him Crowfeather. May Star Clan protect him and accept him as a Wind Clan warrior in this life as well as after. The, the like tribe of rushing waters like politely clapping and like one of them turns to one of the clan cats and like oh so is that how that goes you say what you want your name to be and they're like absolutely that has never happened before actually absolutely not not, not in living memory has that ever happened yeah but, uh, oh my god uh which oh my god who is who is the cat who was maimed by the dog the cat who is named by the dog Lost face. Well, do you think she? Yeah. What's her name now? Brightheart. Yeah. Do you think Brightheart's like? Okay. Wait. You're telling me that was an option. You tell me I could have been like, "Hey, blue, blue <laughs> star, shove it." I'm gonna name myself like Happy Girl. Like, <laughs> uh, I did not die the to blue a star dog. Was certifiably insane. Yeah. It would have been really hard so. to say literally anything to her. And to be fair, her yeah. name is pretty non-traditional when it comes to standards because she was renamed. Windclan cats jump up to congratulate him. Squirrelpaw bounds over to Crowfeather's side and tells him it was a brilliant idea. Brambleclaw, Tawnypelt, and Stormfur follow If Squirrelpaw follow says her. it's a good idea, then it is a good idea. Because she's so smart. Obviously. Tawnypelt <laughs> agrees that it's a great name. Brambleclaw winds himself around Crowfeather, purring, while Stormfur presses his muzzle into Crowfeather's flank, Aww. too moved to speak. That's real. Okay. So All he, right. Just, okay. Yeah. It was, is good. It, it was a good, I, everybody agrees. Yeah. And especially Stormfur's reaction, like his immediate reaction when he said it, I was like, oh, I don't know what that meant. I can't read cat sign language, <laughs> cat body language very well. Yep. But the little hug there, that's sweet. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm still, I'm. Is this going to be a positive point? I don't want to make it a positive point. Because there's just that that nagging feeling in the back of my soul. It just is. That just knows that... It just is. It just is. It's something he did. 
it's something he did. <laughs> Crowfeather thanks them. He'll sit his vigil tonight beside Feathertail's grave. Leafpaw watches him slip away from his friends and outside the cave. Oh, right. They Leafpaw. they sit they sit vigil after their naming ceremony too. I was like, again, dude. I, I forgot yeah. how many times we sit vigil, like for how many different things. Yes. Leafpaw thanks Craig for sharing with her. The moon calls her from the crowded den. Outside, she scrambles up to sit above the pool. She looked down to where Crowfeather sat his vigil. <laughs> Sorry, all I can imagine is Squirrel Pop making, like, staring at her dad, being like, "When am I gonna get my cool thing? When am I gonna get it's gonna cool be cool?" Name? Right? Like when your, sister, name when your sister, when your sister gets her cool name, she's gonna take forever. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is canon that she tells him at some point, "Don't name me Squirrel Tail. Don't name me Squirrel Tail." <laughs> That's a conversation so they, they repeated tail. tonight as well. Yes. You're not going to name me Squirrel Tail, are you? You better name me something pretty freaking cool. First, I was like, don't worry, don't worry. She's I like coming with like cool names. She's like, call me, the... call me Squirrel, squirrel Killer, squ Squirrel Slaughterer. Uh, he's like, no, stop. Jeez, stop it. He's like, I've been thinking about this literally the moment you're, that you were born. Uh, I can only the moment think your mother like, named you. It's <laughs> Like, if in, in real life, all I can see is she has, like, metal posters up in her room. Like, I don't know why I see that, <laughs> but I just do. Like, she's, 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 like, not necessarily a total tomboy, but, God, she's a metalhead. I imagine her a punk rock, uh, punk rock rebel girl. Oh, yeah. Leafpaw's definitely a, a crunchy gal. Uh, she's a hiker and like, not like a hippie. She's crunchy. She loves. She loves like she do van life, but also she knows it's gentrifying. <laughs> like she's super self aware. She's the, like the head of the um, like every single club that would have any possible po like positive impact. Mm hmm. Anyway. So Crowpaw's sitting by the mound of rocks that marked Feathertail's grave. And Leafpaw wonders if Feathertail's with the tribe of Endless Hunting or with Star Clan. And she hopes Feathertail is welcome wherever she is. That is such a solid question, actually. Yeah, that is pretty uh pretty solid question. She watches Crowfeather, her own heart aching for his loss. And she wonders if Star Clan is watching him too. Something catches her eye, opposite of the cave entrance. Two silver pelts glowing beneath the stars. Two cats sitting and looking down at Crowfeather. Feathertail and Silverstream? Oh! Leafpaw wonders. But she blinks, and they are gone. Mom, Mom, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> Mom, look at him. What a fine young man he grew up to She's like, wow, be. you really know how to choose him. She's like, you are one to talk, Mom. Where's Dad? Where's Dad right now? She's like, that's a low blow, my daughter. God, I've missed you. She's like, I've missed you too. <laughs> I can, I can oh. honestly, I we were robbed of Feathertail and Silverstring having a princess off. Because, like, I really just see them as two debutantes, like, uh, like, who give as good as they can get. Like, they they would be so polite oh, to man. each other, but everything they would say would cut to the literal core. Let me tell you, we get to see a little bit of that in a long time, and, uh... Woof. Stop woof. telling me everything I want ends up being terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's true. Well, I'm going to sit over here in my little headcanon corner, which is Silverstream and uh, Feathertail are just, like, they love each other so much, but they fight like literal, they are cats. They fight like that, though. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. Stop it. Well, uh, I think, I think this is the, I think this is the penultimate episode. Ooh. Of Dawn. I think we're going to finish it next time. Hope y'all are ready for that. And if you're not, I'm not. 
Well, if you're not, that's okay. There's a couple more clips <laughs> of this series. And you can follow us uh, and keep in contact with us on social media. We are WCWITCast on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, the best way to do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey, um, we continue the crow uh, paw count in this episode and make no progress. But also the count make the no count progress. like does change by not changing. We gave him zero points. Well, it changes because now it's the crow feather count. Oh yeah, it's the crow feather count. Doesn't really roll off the tongue as it's well crow as crow paw count. count. But I'll I'll allow it. That's okay. You'll get used to it. I I might not. It might take me a bit. I'm gonna mess that up so much. Me too. Because <laughs> I'm Ember Heart and I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is the Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.